Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 700. For comics originally coming out January 11th and 12th, 2022. But before Drew and I get to what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, did you ever think we'd make it to 700? hundred episodes of this little podcast that you called me on a whim and said, what do you think about doing podcasts where we talk I about know. comic books? Uh, I know, They're like right? a Two Brothers Cop podcast. And I was yeah. like, we'll do that was, a couple of times. Sounds like I was uh, just got done surfing and was smoking <laughs> yeah, just, blazing a fatty uh, when I called you. So listen, like to me. listen. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what I got. Yeah. It's like this internet radio thing. Yeah, it's you right. Know, it's it's going to be the next big thing. You'll talk, and I'll talk, <laughs> and people will listen. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's 2022. Yeah, which that is officially our tenth year, right? Yeah, decade. Yeah. So that's so. I mean, I don't know if it was like towards the end of the year when we started. I'd have to go way back in the the archives. I'll have to go check with the. Uh, the C4 FAP historian to oh my. see um, exactly when we started. But 2022, I think we started in in 2012, so this would be this would be our 10th year. So so it's like our 10th anniversary, I guess, 10th anniversary year, and then like Image is celebrating our 30th year mm-hmm. all year. We'll celebrate our 10th 10 years all year, and we also have 700. We're kicking off. The year with 700, that's kind of cool uh, as we march towards Oblivion or 1,000 or whatever. Um, so that'll be cool. Uh, it, a lot of a lot of hallmarks all to start the new year. It's Heck yeah. really cool. Um, Means 2022 is, of course, going to be an amazing year. It can't. There's nowhere to go but up, right? That's right. I mean, that's right. I mean what else could happen? <laughs> Let me throw that out there. Well, how much worse could it get? That so, is not a challenge I'd like to make now. Just FYI. No. What, what more evil things could happen to to the world? So. But anyways, Drew and I have been off for a couple of weeks. We uh, we took Christmas off, and then one of us was threatened that we weren't allowed to do New Year's. So we didn't do New Year's. <laughs> and yeah. so we took a couple weeks off. And uh, just an FYI going forward, there will be some talk of spoilers as far as Hawkeye. And its finality goes. There will be some spoiler talk as far as No Way Home and what it means. And there will be some sto- some spoiler talk on two episodes of Boba, F- the Book of Boba Fett. So just FYI, I'll I'll, I'll yell spoiler alert before those sections to have you skip them. But you know, just know that will be part of both of our, I assume our uh, our look at our top tens and heating ups and everything. Yeah, it'll, uh, it, it'll probably well. that will that will be. Some of that's been triggered by those. Um, yeah, so you haven't gone. If you want to be surprised, I don't know. Are there really any surprises in Spider-Man? I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. There you go. Um, um, we loved it though, right? Oh yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, it was it was a really good time. I'm glad I went to the theater, even though there were way too many people in it. We were all there on a Wednesday. Yeah, and they I no thought, longer refill the popcorn because of COVID. That was the biggest kick in the du- kick in the balls. <laughs> you're, you're you're still upset about that. I'm still upset about that. Yeah, yeah. Can't do refills, but I paid the same price. Thanks for playing. I believe I bought your concessions. You did. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if anybody should be mad, it should be me. <laughs> you should be furious. <laughs> 
um yeah it was just it was so good um was it the best of the tom holland yes was it, yeah and we liked the cameos um yeah uh we liked all the the sinister five no there were six who's the sixth venom that doesn't count he was there he just chose not to fight but there were six that got pulled seven if you count the tree Okay, so you're counting Venom because of the mid credit scene. Correct. Well, he got pulled. There were six individuals who got pulled in to that verse that were enemies of Spider-Man. Five of them chose to interact with, with Spider-Man. One of them chose to go on vacation to Mexico. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. But All we right. did have six. I, I did not even. I did not even really put that together. Hmm. And is that because Mysterio was um, killed in the last one, so he couldn't be the sixth? So they just he doesn't they, fight as well since he's dead. So they replaced him with with Venom then. Well, well, I mean, everybody that came through and did a fight was a non Tom Holland bad guy. So you you don't so Mysterio is a Tom Holland bad guy. So he wasn't part of this. I guess so I have to I'd have to study my Sinister Six lore. On on who has been in Sinister Six? If the, is locked, is it locked in? No, it's, it's always no, the Falcon because no, there's no Falcon either, right? No Falcon, it's always the Falcon. Rhino every now and again, Mysterio every now and again. But it's almost always Doc Ock, almost always the Falcon, almost always mm-hmm. Hobgoblin, Green Goblin, one of the Goblins, Red Goblin, Grandma Goblin, yeah, Son of Goblin, yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, and Sandman, Sandman, I think, is almost always in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Well, I we got a that good, a lot. We got a good retcon of Electro. Yes, yeah. He doesn't have the bad the bad comb over. There you go. He was funny. I enjoyed, yep. I enjoyed his scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the humor. Mm-hmm. I, la- I laughed out loud several times. Yep. Um, really, I love Andrew Garfield. He is my favorite Spider-Man. Not you yours. Your daughter both have a man crush on Andrew Garfield. I, I love love him. It's the booty, isn't it? I think it's just the hair, you know. Ah, the, the quaff. The, 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 the hair is just magnificent. Something about a skateboarding Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Just tall and lanky. I guess too tall and lanky <laughs> for you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Toby McGuire held his own, though. I thought that was that was nice. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised at how how much I couldn't stop smiling when he came through. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that too. But all in all, phenomenal. Anything you didn't like? Anything you didn't like? You were like, eh, wish they wouldn't. Have, I wish they wouldn't have done that. Nope, I liked it all. You, what about killing off what's her face? Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. He got his uh, great power, great responsibility. Now we don't have to deal with that. Yeah. So that is all good. And now we go back and we will get his uh, his friendly neighborhood story. And then the Disney Plus series will handle his uh, spider origins for us. And we'll have a full-fledged everything. Is it animated or real? Animated is the Disney Plus series. It will. De- it's called Freshman Year, so it will deal with the stuff we did not get in Episode One, where we did not get the spider bite, we did not get the any of the other stuff. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yep, that's why we're animating it. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want that at all. Um, 
I did see the Miles trailer though, and Miles looks it's animated. It looks it looks great. The one with twenty ninety nine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just saw there's like a scene with him and Gwen and then they go on the town. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I did there is something I hated about No Way Home. Okay. Most worthless post credit scenes of all time. Both the mid yeah. and the end. Yeah. Completely yeah. The stupid. M- Wish I hadn't waited. Completely make me not care about post credits or mid credits anymore. Yeah, Sony doesn't do it right. Um, so the mid credit was basically the same scene that we got at the end of Venom. Yeah, Venom bamps out, but he leaves a chunk of symbiote. Yeah, so it's basically so, the same scene. So we have an ability for Venom to be in that world and not be Tom Hardy is what we have. And then uh, the post post credit credit trailer was basically just a trailer. Yeah. For Doctor Strange, and that's dumb. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, don't do that. And um, I was mad that I waited because mm-hmm. I'm sure that was um, already out. Yep. Or out simultaneously as a trailer. So yeah, yeah that that was lame. But other than that, they did a pretty good job. Um, yeah. I hear they're going to do another trilogy. Yes. That's and. Terrible. And these, the the next trilogy will be non MCU related. Then, I would assume it would still be MCU because it's still the same dude. But who knows? Oh, okay. Because I, I would knows, like nobody knows him. He he's able to to detach from the Avengers easily. Good, because I, I think I, I would like just to have some Spider Man movies without yeah. a lot of guest stars. Yeah. That, that would be fun. Yeah, and no more no more MCU people. They they had their fun, they can do do something else. They got they got their own fourth wave or fifth wave or whatever they're on to do. We are currently on phase four. Yeah. yeah. Hawkeye. Um, Hawkeye, phenomenal. Went out. Echo did great. Set up her show very well. She's got herself a foil in that. Um, but we uh, haven't got an official announcement that Echo's got a show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we did. I mean, do like just now, or we we didn't know about it. Though, right? We did. Like we we knew before we knew Hawkeye, like there was an echo. We knew before Hawkeye even came on that there was going to be an Echo show. Yes, hence mm. the reason there was so much scuttlebutt about Echo the whole time. Yeah, I don't remember that. It's all right. It's a lot. I going mean, on. Like, like we have like I like I, I know She Hulk's coming. I know Moon Knight's coming. I uh-huh. don't remember Echo being on the schedule anywhere. Tis. I think I think I think you're retconning your memory. I don't think that actually happened. <laughs> that is perfectly fine. You believe what it is you will. Please, sir. it is uh, irrelevant uh, to me. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a deep deep dive Google search. Then I'm gonna look for an article. When was that, Echo and the series announced? And that 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 shows Echo being announced pre <laughs> this show era. I like on Disney wrong. Plus Day this year. Yeah, was it in that, even in that? Yep. Damn it. I didn't pay attention. I know you didn't pay attention. <laughs> oh, have to look. I don't know. But yeah, I thought, um, yeah, Haley Steinfeld yep. did a fantastic job. She did a really good job. I really, what I one of the touches I liked was um, as the show progressed and she got her ass kicked, like more and more bandages on her face. 
May just I, like, I, just like can, Clint. Just, can not, we put a timeout right here? If you go yeah. to marvel.com, Disney Day 2021, November 12th, 2021, Echo Series starring Aquila Cox as Maya Lopez announced. Yeah, that makes sense. 11-12. But not, not like back when they had the big show. That was before Hawkeye started, just FYI. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But I call like weeks before. That's like weeks before. I'm talking about like when we got when we got the the big slate of shows. You your question to me was, did we know before Hawkeye? And I said yes. And I said barely before or No, you way said before, no, like it never whatever. happened. I learned about it. Hawkeye dial. I'll go with, you know, that's fine. Disney Plus, Disney Disney Day or whatever the hell. That's great. And there were rumors so, before that, so we. we that's not legitimately a, 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 an early announcement. So, well, I could dig deeper. Remember, like when remember was... when we got all the Star Wars show announcements, and we knew Boba was coming. It wasn't in yeah. that batch, so we knew we knew Hawkeye, we knew Moon Knight, we knew Loki, we knew all those, and and it was not in that batch, is what I'm saying. Right. Sure. Well, you're just telling me it wasn't until November when they decided, well, let's do this. So it's going to be all about, I guess, Echo and Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get the blind Kingpin and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Will you want to watch that as much without the star power? I mean, I'm obsessed with Hawkeye, so... Yeah, I mean, we're, we're comparing apples to oranges here. I am very interested into it. I'm more interested in the what-ifs of the world and the... Uh, and the uh, Agatha all alongs, if that's your question. Well, yeah. I mean, getting uh, Florence Pugh for like half the series really helped. Oh, yeah. I thought. I mean, that really amped it up. Um, well, especially if we're setting up uh, Young Avengers. Yeah. True. If we do uh, Young Avengers, are we going to keep it on Disney Plus or are we going to go big screen? Both. We can't do that. We have yep. no, we have no precedence for that, do we? We do Young Avengers on the big screen, and then we do West Co- West Coast on the small. That would be fun. That mm-hmm. would be fun. I would like that. I don't think they could do that. That's that sounds really ridiculously expensive. Disney Why? doesn't have enough money for that. <laughs> <laughs> you think the kids that are, are playing Wicked and Speed are asking for tons of money? Is that what you're thinking? Oh, I'm just thinking like production value wise, man. Well, I guess I mean we've we've already we're we're shrunk down to a six episode season now, mm-hmm. so I guess we can. You can, yep. yeah, sure. If you want to have a six episode season, you can do whatever you want. Hundred percent. Which is basically just a movie anyway. At that point, it's three movies. Yeah, some of these some of these episodes are like half an hour. They're 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 median forty minutes apiece, and you're getting six of them. Six out forty, two hundred forty. I mean, you're get you're getting two movies. S- Okay. Two we'll, movies. We'll meet at two movies. Definitely two movies. A Max. movie and a sequel. Only two movies. <laughs> I will not. We're not roll. We're not rounding up. The <laughs> <laughs> three, two movies. Okay. So really, one one really bloated movie that needed editing. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm going two solid movies because your average Marvel movie. Well, your average regular movie, non bloated Marvel, is 90 minutes. So I mean, you're getting some depth here. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't forget what was the third thing we were going to talk about. We we're going to talk about Book of Boba Fett number two. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good stuff. 
Yes. So I liked, uh, I, and you didn't like the first episode, and I did. I was bored by the first episode. I was like, boy, I hope more happens here. Because it, it was only like 30 minutes, too, so it, it didn't even, it, it just kind of flew by, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's really cool. I like that six-legged yeah. thing that he, yep. that he killed, and we get to get some Sand People backstory. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, get to see him come out of the Sarlacc pit. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And... And, and then I'm I'm here in the chatter. Nobody liked that first episode. Again, it was good, but it was filler, and it was like, I mean, we didn't get anybody new really that I cared about. And nothing really popped. You know, I yeah. liked how the first season or what with Mandalorian were very Western focused. Um, with this one, it's it's very almost biblical. Very, uh, um, it, it's 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 Lawrence of Arabia feels that with a lot of things. Gotcha. Um, so I really liked that and like really came back with the second one. Uh, the first appearance of Black Kersanthan, uh really got me going. I was super excited about, about that. This is uh, the Chewbacca. Big Dark Wookiee, yes. Yeah. Now, my question is, dear brother, Marvel did not like Black Dwarf when it came to Guardians of the Galaxy. So they retconned all the names. Are they going to allow Black Kersantan? Um, like that's that's going to be his name. That is whether, his name. Okay, and whether they're going to refer to him as that? Yeah, he's canonically to... that. But I, they, we also had some of the henchmen in Guardians. You know, one's name was Black Dwarf and stuff like that, and and they changed him because they did not want to say Black Dwarf. So it's black crenance, chrysanthemum? chrysanthemum. I call them chrysanthemum because it's that's what always. It's like the mouth. flower. Yeah, but it's chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do they just say chrysanthemum? That's what I assume they're going to do. That's why I was just curious. What you just about. chop the black off if it's yep. problematic. That sentence didn't go over well. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I was excited to see that, and of course, his first appearance in the 2015 Vader series issue number one, of which I have. A bunch. I have a couple issues of the first first cover A. I have multiple issues of the exclusive GameStop cover I blew a bunch of points on oh, when they yeah, were doing cool that. covers at the time, which are going for a pretty good amount on the eBay as well. Um, this was also the point in time where we bought director's cuts. So we bought the director's cut of issue one as well. So, yeah. so I have quite a bit of those. So that's very cool to see. Spoilers if you did not read Vader, Dr. Aphra, or Kenobi. Okay, we're going to talk a bit about what happened in those comics and what we know as comic readers looking at Chrysanthemum. Okay. So we're reading comics that are current in continuity, correct? Sure. Okay. So we know that Boba Fett worked with Black Chrysanthemum before, and he and, he, and, uh, he and Black Chrysanthemum were both hired by Vader. At multiple times. So we know that they know each other. We know that they've worked together. We know that they have a history. We know that when he sees him, that gladiator and Goliath and that that little dig he gives him came from an actual storyline that we know. Okay? Yeah. If you you look closely at Chrysanthemum, he has a scar over his eye. We know that he got in a lightsaber fight with Ben Kenobi because he at one point was hired to kidnap Uncle Owen as well. Okay. Okay. And we know... That he has close ties with Aphra as well. Ooh, okay. So, from this, we can infer that both he and Boba Fett know each other. So, it's not, you know, 
there's going to be the ability to chit chat it out or perhaps they're going to be on the same side when this is all said and done or I don't know what that's going to get from that. We do or have, they already they already have a relationship and exactly. so it's a old double cross exactly. on the, the hut. He's twin. a plant perhaps. Yes. Gotcha. Um, that kind of thing. And then there's the Jedi legacy where he ties into all that fun stuff and knows Obi-Wan and all that fun all that thing. So yeah. There's just some very cool lineage there that we already have that's already canonical yeah. going into this. Help me with the timeline. Um, okay, so uh, Boba in as the Dayamo uh, and taking over for All of Jabba this happens after post- Jedi. This is all after Jedi. Right. But 15 years before the latest trilogy. Right. Okay. Right. So that that yeah. So it's in the same Mandalorian time, right? Yeah. So we, you know, the Empire has quote unquote fallen. So new people Was are Mandalorian picking up. After the... Jedi. Yes, this is all after Jedi. Okay, so it's all after Jedi, except for these. Well, no, no. Even him getting out of the sand, out of the Sarlacc pit, would that, have... he would have. That, he seemed that like been he Jedi. got out very soon because the skiff is still there. So that would have been after Empire pre-Jedi or whatever. So that would have been at that time he was with the Tuskens. Yeah. By the time that we meet him and he gets his armor back in Din Djarin and Mandalorian, we are post-Jedi. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, we're actually so we're post-Mandalorian because that's how he got his armor back. Right. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah, and then and he we went know back. The, yeah, yeah. At the end of season two is when he went back, uh, knocked off uh, what's his face, and took over the throne. Bib Fortuna. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, who are the green tusked pigs again? They're, are they palace guards? Yes, those are Gamorians. So they were originally Jabba the Hutt's security team. They were loyal to Jabba. They then went to Bib Fortuna, and they were loyal to Bib Fortuna, and now they are loyal to. Uh, I had that. I had that action figure, but I can't remember. I didn't. I don't. Didn't remember like where it was from. Okay, I thought so you it was, were it was a Jedi breaking it, but yeah. No, well, eventually they all went into Kyle's hands and became destroyed. But, <laughs> um, but it, but it was a it was a Jedi era. Yes. Um, action figure, right? Yes. Not Empire. Okay. Correct. Well, I don't know if they, there was some early stuff or yeah. not. Yeah. Can't I was remember. a bit young at that point. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it was it it, it it crammed a lot in mm-hmm. that that episode, that second episode. Yeah. And we also have so I was talking about um Darth Vader number one. Right. There is also a variant of Star Wars 13 that is Black Kersanthan's first cover. Okay. So cover you're C, you're all like in. That. You're thinking the the, the Wookiee is going to have a big role this season. We're, we are teasing, teasing, teasing Aphra. I think Aphra is going to hit hard. Aphra is easy to do. Aphra is essentially just Indiana Jones in space. There's a lot you can do with that. Gotcha. So I'm hoping Afra comes with droids. I'm hoping Afra comes with a team. Oh, of black murder droids would be. And fantastic. if we get all of that, 
I'm all in on Afra. Also, I own two copies of Dr. Afra's first appearance, which are already booked at 200 bucks a piece. So, I'm rooting for her. <laughs> You're definitely rooting for it, yeah. Correct. So, just FYI. Was Afra in Vader? First appearance in Vader? Yeah, Vader 4. Vader 4, that's right. So um, I'm assuming we're going to see we might see some of this movement in the upcoming lists. I'm I assuming. assume so because I've already, I already peeked into actual eBay myself to look at what my books were going to be worth, and I was like, "Ooh, those are moving Ooh. good." Ooh, you're happy, nice. Yeah. Um, we did get some uh, some feedback that um, since we were been off for so long, it's very dated. But I'm gonna yeah, sorry, put... we're we're cramming a lot into this, but we just kind of wanted to catch you up since we've been off. We've been off for two weeks, so... Um, we don't normally do that to y'all. Yeah, this is uh, from Aaron Churchill, and uh, he sends in some feedback and questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to weigh in on the ratio debate for Kyle's picks. Um, <laughs> uh, so okay, okay. he wants... All right, all right. He, he, he understands not making a ratio the pick of the week. Because one has no idea if the LCS, how the LCS will price them. Correct. However, as a compromise, we should get to hear Kyle's recommendations on FOC, especially given that Cowabunga actually provide the the fair market value up front. Mm-hmm. Your Not like our LCS up the road who waits till it hits, pulls up eBay, and then decides whether they'll sell it to you or not. Yes. Not dickhead. Um uh, then your listeners can up their chances for the profit side of your podcast. Um, thank you for your input. No, we're not going to do that. Jackhole. We're not, we're not going to do that. Um, no, it's not. It's not legitimate speculation. Explain. It's it's like saying, um, I think I'm going to buy a gold bar. And then it will increase in value. Well, no, 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 no shit. No, your no, gold bar no, will no. obviously Stop. because it's built Stop. in scarcity. It it and it's already a valuable metal. Yeah, yeah. Your gold bar will increase. We're not gonna do that. It's dumb. So but no. Here we go. Not so, you, Aaron. You're the, not dumb. Kyle's <laughs> Kyle's con- con- continuing to lobby for ratios is, is dumb. So when we talk about you know, I recommend a Nightwing book, and I say it's going to go up in price. Then the bar for that to go up in price is four dollars because that's what we pay for it. Right. So if it goes up to eight, it's a win because you're doubling your yeah. investment in my right. mind. Right. On any ratio, you and I already know that we set it at the ratio. So if I recommend a one in twenty-five, its value starts at one, at twenty-five, and if it doesn't go up to double that or or up like that it's not a win so the the dc is higher on that kind of thing so there's mm. extra difficulty in with it there's such volatility and even securing one yes like like a midtown will probably sell them to you at cover versus like our lcs would up the road that's going to gouge you mm-hmm. it, it, i i I don't know, man. I don't. And we like used to it. walk into our previous LCS and get one in twenty fives for seven dollars. Yes, yes. Or or in the in the bins because they didn't know they were what they were. Yeah. Um. So th- yeah, miss those days. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't think so. N- no, no ratios. 
Like so, in your mind, we we shouldn't talk about the timeless variant that's that's going nuts because ah, we don't do ratios. No, we can talk about it. They're they're cool. I, yeah, I just, like, we can't make them picks. I knew that. Like you I can't told, walk I into I Joe six. P- if you see that, pick it up. And I'd have been right, and I would have helped somebody out, and they'd have made money, and it would have saved the surgery on their child, and their family would have been happy. But no, I can't say that. It's not a regular comic that you can go pick up. Okay, Normally. so then we put we can't pick anything Black Mask. We can't pick anything uh, uh, Bad Idea. We can't pick anything. Well, Bad Idea, no, we can't because they don't. They no, you. I guess you could. But that yeah. why you can't just go in and pick it up. Well, if they're if they were in previews, they were independently okay. orderable. Ratioed comics are in previews, but they would never be on our list. Then, if you can't get them from a, a, a retailer, they would never be on the FOC list, and they would never be on the sneak peek list. If you couldn't get them, if you couldn't get them from Diamond or mm. another distributor, right? That, I mean. Bad ideas did fall certain off. distributors. Not every distributor can do them. But bad idea, yeah. Well, that's yeah. The old bad idea. The new bad idea is going to self distribute. So mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means for <laughs> uh, how, how anybody even gets them. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I don't like it. I don't like it. So this is your okay. This so, is your, so this is, this is Aaron you kicking the ball into the woods and going home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's, it's it's me saying I don't like it, but you know now there's a second voice. There's a second voice that echoes your Please whininess. Send your thoughtful emails to uh, I, I can Drew be persuaded. At comics for fun and profit. That's not any just just I don't know, find a way to send it's it. It's not to. yeah, that's not how you get it get anything to me. <laughs> but you you can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or email us comics for fun and profit at gmail.com and if you want to if you want to plead the case for focs being included um focs for (laughs) ratio variants being included as a pick for either the foc or god forbid the sneak (laughs) um I, i i will listen um I'm listening to so, Aaron. So like Aaron's making a point. People come in and they're on my side. Are you still going to go? Not enough. No. If it's ten, Christ, yeah. Okay. If ten people say it's a great idea, we'd like to, we'd like that. I'll do it for sure. I'll well, I'll let you do it. I will never pick one because <laughs> they're super stupid. Did you see the the Moon Knight? Never. I'm not even going to tell you about the Moon Knight coming up. The cover. Never mind. You don't get it now. I like them. I like them, but it just flies in the face of. The fun side of comics for fun and profit. It just flies in the face of it because you're paying, overpaying for a cover, and you're getting this. It's the same story. Overpaying. There are some ratios I would kill to have now. I know. You're more of the profit side. I get it. I get it. I I'll, I need the listeners to I need the listeners to talk me off the ledge. I need more listeners than to more than Aaron. You over the <laughs> more than Aaron. Okay. Second part of his question: uh, Are there any good buys or sells you might be able to share of late? No, <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> uh, Kyle might. Just fun to hear any possible wins or fun potential spec buys of late. Any trends or recommendations? Well, Kyle did just share a bunch of spec buys 
that he made for, previously Wars, that yeah. now have spiked out the wazoo with his Star Wars stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, Dar- uh, you know, the Darth Vader fours and um, Dark Doctor Aphra's may be huge. Mm-hmm. And we have a bunch of uh, uh, the people that Bosk belongs to. We're seeing a bunch of them in Book of Boba Fett, so I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. we may get Bosk to pop. So yeah. he has a first appearance. I'm sure I got to look up too. Yeah, I got a big stack of comics over here um, that well, might be some winners in there. I think there are, um, but I just I, you know, we took two weeks off, so yeah. I I haven't done much of anything lately. Um, third, have you heard of myslabs.com? I uh, heard it from a comic book YouTube show. One percent fees, so instead of eBay's crazy um but sadly currently inescapable fees um Mm -hmm. so myslabs.com you can sell comics for one percent a one percent fee um we have to check that out since they're slabbed that 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 kind of gives some validation to them yeah um fourth have you heard or used the whatnot app (laughs) well i have i've had whatnot for a long time a great new platform for buying and selling comics again just sharing. Yeah, we um, well, we noticed that um, one of our sites that we get spec uh, lists from was sponsored by Whatnot, and they went nuts, um, pipping them out one week, and it was awful. So uh, I was I was really turned off. But Kyle, you're saying you you've since tried it? Oh, I've had it a long time. I had it before that. Whatnot's not new. Oh. And and you like it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just another one of those. I mean, unfortunately, we live in the sticks where there's not a lot of people around, so you're still doing shipping and stuff. The I like those when you can find people close to you and go and get collections and stuff like that. But, yeah, uh, any of those different sales platforms, are I think, are really cool. Yeah. I know um, Adam was talking about um, my comic shops, uh, like kind of like consignment system or sales system and how well it worked for him. Mm-hmm. I need to check that out as well. Uh, let's see. Drew, any NFT digital updates or buys since your pad- podcast on those? I joined Vive and have made a few purchases, basically sticking to the six ninety nine comics. But all of them have gone up in value to nice. some degree. Just buying and holding without getting in too deep, waiting out the future potential. I'm curious to your thoughts and experience. Any other sites or recommend recommended places to purchase? Um, not really. I I was I was really interested in, in the. That's why we brought Wolf on. Wanted to talk about it, learn more. Um, I did I did do uh, the some of the DC stuff where they were doing giveaways, and so I have those somewhere in a blockchain. <laughs> In, in the cloud, I don't know. Um, I have to figure out. I have to find my password so that I can look at them again. Um, and th- it was fun. It was neat. Um, but I didn't, I haven't done anything more than that. Um, so Wolf Warner uh, is your guy for those questions. He's really cool about sharing in, his information and and helping people out. So if you have any information, just find him on Twitter, Wolf Warner, and. Um, ask him because he yeah he he knows what's up he's been doing it for a while um i think i think um adam on the site too has been doing some uh, top shot stuff so um he might he he's been um uh, dabbling in nfts as well 
So, and some, I think there was another guy on there too. So, yeah, you might want to ask on our Slack channel and and get some information from that. But I, I haven't been doing much. Kyle, I'm guessing you haven't done any. Nope. Nope. Uh, last recommendation. But I'm looking at my slabs and thinking, why would I not just put my slabs on here and see what I? That's pretty cool. Yeah, one percent. I'd give. Yeah, one percent's easy. Heck yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, last recommendation: Comic Art Live is a YouTube channel. They do a dueling dealers weekly on YouTube. Great art by two sellers that battle for your dollars. I've yet to purchase anything, but watch the two-hour show weekly to see great comic art and at great prices. If you have ever wanted to buy original art, highly recommend. Uh, or you just do what I do and watch it to see some crazy good art. Very cool. Very cool. It does sound kind of neat. Um, and then lastly, thank you for the entertainment and great podcast every week. Showing up and being here week after week has been a great experience for years now. Uh, sincerely, Aaron P. Churchill. We appreciate that, Aaron. Um, except for the last two weeks, we didn't show up. But um, we still put some entertainment out, thanks to Jason. Um, and thanks to the patrons for making that possible. So we thank all of you guys that uh, make that contribute uh, to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit. Uh, if you want to join, please do so at any level, and we'll get you... Um, well, there's no more contests. Oh, I needed to pick the the December winner. I got to do that. <laughs> okay. By, by this time next week, uh, we'll pick the December winner um, out of our, our um, patrons that'll win that final slab, uh, the 9.8 slab uh, that Adam donated. So we're excited about that. He has a great list of cool stuff. Um, but you can also... Um, you might win stuff in the future. We've had we've had a lot of we've had a lot of contests going for the last year, so um, we might do it again sometime. Uh, but we also have our Slack channel. We have lots of early episodes that you have access to, exclusive episodes that never hear the um, go out into the internet uh, outside of our Patreon mm -hmm. um, site, and lots of other fun free swag and uh, polls and cool stuff like that. So. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, go to Patreon and check it out and join it at any level. We'd love to, we'd love to have more patrons. Um, Kyle, Can I go I on think one we, more rant. Yeah, sure. Is it against me? Is it like you? How much you hate your brother? No, no, no. I'll save that for my own <laughs> private podcast, and I just record those and send them to your wife. Um, <laughs> bad idea, comics. Yeah, I I just I want nothing but horrible things to happen to them. Did you see the I, I, invisible comic thing? No, I didn't see that. Okay. Tell so me, they, tell me. They CGC slabbed blank acetate and sold them as invisible comics for to try to get thousands of dollars. Did they get it? I don't know, and I hope not. I hope everything about them failed. And they intentionally made some bad condition ones and like .5s and stupid stuff like that. And if you bought one, it's, come on, I mean, it's, it, it's bad idea. I mean, it's in the name. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, they do this stuff on purpose. Do they? It, and it gets, it, it keeps them in the zeitgeist. Um, I have, I have been turned. I hate them. That's okay. I'm allowed to hate them. I, I try hate not them. to. Um, I hate them and I hate Black Mask now. So, 
Black Mask doesn't we're, do we it try all. to stay positive. We really do. Yeah, well, mostly. Yeah. But but yeah, for a couple of these, a couple of these places, you know, not happy. Oh, you're sending me a picture of the of the. Oh my goodness, the blank. The blank seeds, the invisible comics. That's terrible. Oh my god. Please don't buy that, anyone. Um, but yeah, Black Mask just did one dumb thing after another, and 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 they've alienated Eric from Cowabunga, mm-hmm. the nicest comic shop owner yeah. in the world. And if you alienate Eric, that's you. It's a you problem, because he's a good dude, and yeah. and he doesn't want to work with them anymore. Yeah. He doesn't want. He doesn't. Want, and, and he went bent over backwards to, to become a retailer for them and get comics for his customers and, you know, bent over backwards. And then they fired all their retailers. Yeah. And and they're just doing dumb stuff. And I know it's just publicity, but it's just so awful that I hate it. It just makes me mad. And, uh, yeah, I don't want yeah I don't want them to succeed either. And so I'm, yeah, I've got I've got my Eniacs, and two or three others that I because I played ball with them last year, mm-hmm. but but it's new year, new Drew. <laughs> 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 no way, not not playing any any games with bad idea this time. And I'm mad at CGC for even wasting their time encapsulating these. They're far enough behind on people's real books. Don't don't put up with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And speaking of. They raised their prices again, mm. and um, Adam did a a, a a patron episode talking about because he's a kind of like our go to in all things CGC because he does a lot of CGC. He does. He's awesome with that. Um, he, he knows. And it he, he was and right right before the last price hike. He he saw everything coming. Yep. And so um, there's an episode uh, that that he's he's on that you'll hear pretty soon. Um, Maybe before this, I got to get my ducks in a row here. Um, but yeah, so that's that's inter- that's really interesting and going to be kind of cool to see how that goes. Because at some point, is it worth forty bucks to <laughs> slab a comic, a modern comic that you you know that's going to not going to be worth? You, you'd be lucky to get forty five out of it, right? Mm-hmm. So are you? So it's forty dollars in your slabbing. Well, <laughs> and, and we keep seeing situations where you're able to buy slabbed books pre. So as it goes on sale, I want to buy a 9.8 direct from as well. Is that going to change that the way that business structure goes? Or Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Hey. Yeah. Let's get into our show oh, before, yeah, Dawn, before Dawn gets here. Um, so we're going to start with... Um, and the DC Connect. We've got the January DC Connect. So these are comics come out in March. In March, uh, they start to the release schedule starts to loosen up a little bit. We're starting to get some good stuff. There you go. So let's see what DC has for us. Um, great Superman cover with Mark Wade and Dan Moore on the cover. Ooh, can't wait to get to that. What is that? But no, we're gonna bury that one. <laughs> that one's not gonna be first. <laughs> we're gonna start with with That's Josh awesome. Williamson's Batman One Twenty One, which is the conclusion to the Abyss arc. 
Okay. Uh, I've only read one of the Josh Williamson Batman so far, and it's okay. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, Tom King gets another Batman series. This time it's called Killing Time with David Marquez on art. Uh, three villains, one dark knight, and a deadly heist gone wrong. Uh, Catwoman, the Riddler, and the Penguin. Yeah. Uh, Catwoman, the Riddler, and the Penguin uh, together. So this is before the Bat-Cat team-up, so I'm hoping the Bat-Cat 12 issue is over by now. That'd be weird for poor Tom King to have to be re- writing about Catwoman in love with him and then also... I'm sure you know, that arc's finished, whether DC's put it out in time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's long gone. Yeah, he's it, locked right? his and moved on with his life. Yeah. yeah great art, though. Finest. Looking real good. Now, yeah, then we get to World's Finest. Uh, Mark Wade back in the fold. Uh, he had the long-running feud with um, the Didio. Uh, they just didn't see eye to eye, so he didn't work for DC anymore. He's gone, and now uh, Mark Wade can come back to DC, which is really cool. Dan Mora on art interiors I too. Love That's going to be fantastic. That's yes. going to be fantastic. Um, so we're going to get Batman and Superman stories in World's Finest relaunch. Uh, it's going to do really well at first, and like all pseudo anthology books, it's going to slowly, slowly fall, fall down. I, I love them. But they won't. It won't have the sustained sales. I hope I'm wrong. Hope okay. I'm wrong. Drew, we have a one. Oh, there it is. The one in one hundred Seinfeld variant. Jerry Seinfeld in the Batmobile, getting coffee. That's dumb. <laughs> it's all right. I wasn't. I wasn't sure where you were going to go with that. I thought maybe you'd like no, it. Never mind. No. I I like the uh, Chip Zdarsky covers better. Yeah, I the love slap, that, the slaps. that uh, art germ. That art germ is awesome. Which one is that? Uh, if you look at the very first page to the left, it's the uh, Batgirl, uh, Supergirl. Oh, yeah. That's that's also nice. Yeah. Cannot beat that. That's dope. And I like the cover A. Cover A is really good, too. Oh, All yeah. The classic stuff. Yeah. That's it's good stuff. Um, I, w- I, w- I will love that. I would love that comic and um, be glad it's back I would have rather had like Brave and the Bold maybe with some maybe more variations in characters but I bet you they I bet you they do a lot of cool characters yeah a lot of older characters you haven't seen for a while that'll be fun and I like but do you like the 1 in 25 slap variant yes I said I did I like okay. bo- I like both the both the oh, Zdarsky gotcha that's the Zdarsky yeah gotcha. yeah so yeah people are going to be excited about this I I am too. I, I I can't wait, and I, I love this sort of thing, and you know, hopefully they dredge up some cool old stuff. I Mark Wade's a great writer, and if he if he can get a good run going, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Sorry, you were. I thought I thought you were going to say something about World's Finest. You have nope, anything just, else to say? Just sneezed. Just a sneeze. Gotcha. Uh, we've got a new Sean Murphy. Um, I skipped. I skipped the um, Harley Quinn that he did, the White Sweet. Knight Harley Quinn. Um, so 
Which one is what is this now? This is... So they immediately threw me for a loop because I see Batman Beyond and I thought, oh, it's Terry McGinnis. No, Batman Beyond the White Knight. So I thought we'd switch to Terry McGinnis because we have him on the cover. So I immediately was that. And then I read Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, wait, no. And then I see Terry McGinnis, I assume, right there in the yeah. middle. So I have no clue what's going on here. Yeah. So, I mean, I read the first two White Knights that he did. And I loved the first one, liked the second one, skipped the third one. And I'm not sure that I'm not sure if I'm gonna hop them back in. It's, I mean, they're great to look at, but I don't know that I like the storytelling as much. There you go. But I like that they're DC Black Label, and it's eight issue series, so he's getting plenty of legs to do what he wants with it. Yeah, I still don't understand Black Label. Yeah. I thought it was three issues. Used to be three issues oversized. Now it's anything goes. Whatever. But look, look at those interiors. They look fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of fantastic looking, De- Detective Comics 1055. Is that Bermejo cover, I'm guessing? Yeah. God, that's beautiful. Both of those being Bermejos? Does he have two? Oh, yeah, it's two, it's two different issues. Yeah. Wow, oh, what is that? And these what are the ones the- that have the backup. These have the backup by Matthew Rosenberg. Yeah. So that's why we're paying the five bucks. Just some cool top, there's some top secret variant covers too for some reason. There you go. Oh, that's right. This is that weekly. So we're finishing Shadow of the Bat, aren't we? Yep. Or did we we already finish Shadow of the Bat? No, it's 12, it's 12 weekly. So I think this might do it. Okay. Dramatic conclusion, finale of, yeah. Um, what is what is FaZe Clan? Okay, FaZe Clan, the world's most prominent and influential esports and gaming organization, joins forces with Gotham City's heroes for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure. A new enemy has emerged, and the Dark Knight must call on the world's greatest gamers to help. FaZe founders Rain, Apex, Banks, Temper, and other members of the team unite and gain new abilities to combat an escalating digital threat. Will Batman, Nightwing, Robin, Batwoman, Batwing, and the members of the FaZe clan be enough to stop the Riddler's devious scheme? I've never felt older than reading this. <laughs> I think I'm right there with you. Okay. I so... like esports, but I don't follow it enough. And uh... nah, DC's clan. So these guys are. Cling. These guys are recognizable then on the covers. These are like real people, real esport people. Real esport people, but like esports is a kind of a niche thing. So, who knows? Like I got the Fortnite collab that made millions and tons of sense. Oh, you were yeah, you were all in for that. This I don't get as well. Um, yeah, so I I don't know who any of these people are, and I don't. So these are video gamers. Professionals. These are the people that professional play professionally professional tournaments and, and esports. And, and the only one I know is Ninja, and I don't see him here. Correct. He is not part of Phase. Oh, it's it's oh, it, Phase is actually a real thing. Yeah, these are that's a team. That's a team. Okay, so this is written by Josh Truillo, with art by Scott Eaton and Norm Rapund, and a cover by Tyler Kirkham. It's four bucks. Comes out on the twenty. Uh, Kyle, I don't. I don't think I can. I don't even think I want to read this. There's no reason. Do you to want it. to read? 
do you want to read no, this? No, no, no. I mean, like, if somebody handed it to you, like, you want to check this out? Would you do it? Nope. Just like, it's just like not for I'm me. I'm not against right? it. I just, if I were reading I mean, nothing else, sure. But uh, I've got other things to read. And I would, n- yeah, I would I've never. i other things to read. I, I think there's too much stuff that I want to read before I would want to read this. Yeah. Sorry, FaZe Clan. Things like Shadow War Alpha Number One by Joshua Williamson, at art by Victor Bogdanovich, and a John Boy Myers cover that I really like. When Deathstroke assassinates Rachel Ghoul, Talia Al Ghoul demands revenge and sends her League of Shadows to kill Deathstroke and Deathstroke Incorporated. Batman and Robin must team up to track down Deathstroke and bring him to justice, but do they? Expect over-the-top fights, action, mystery, and betrayal as this crossover event creates a major impact on the DCU. The action continues in April with Batman 122, so this will cross over with Batman 122, apparently. So, okay, we just got done with Fear State. Yeah. And now we're going to go Shadow War. Uh, So we did a a Fear State Alpha and Omega with a bunch of tie-ins. And... uh, Oh, incredibly long. <coughs> now yeah. we have Shadow War Alpha, and we're gonna have. I'm guessing we'll have an Omega, and oh man, I don't want to do this again. Already. Mm-hmm. Mm. Doggone it! Stop Naomi it. season two, just in time for the TV stuff. Okay, so Bendis, uh, I was thinking they were phasing Bendis out, and he was he was taking his, um creator owned stuff somewhere else i can't remember where was it image i don't remember where, where he took his his line of stuff with pearl and everything mm-hmm. um but this is still here mm-hmm. and we're starting a new okay that's good that's good can only i i, I wish i want good things to happen with this character there we go i mean it was it's already a hundred dollar book right mm-hmm and it was well written. It was super well done. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I don't know why it took so long, but yeah, look, give me give me season two. I'm excited about that. Trial of the Amazons, number one, a two issue series written by Becky Clunan, Michael Conrad, Joel Jones, Vita Alanya, Stephanie Williams, with art by Joel Jones, Elena Casagrande, Laura Braga, and Skylar Patridge. We have some Doak. Dope Rose Bash variants. I do like those. You know I like those. Yep. We got some Den Jen Bartel variants as well. I, you know I like those. Can't beat that. So this is the events of Newbie after the events of Nubia and the Amazons. Yeah. Which is ending in the next page, I guess. Yeah. So if it's just a six issue series, I don't know. Um, this is yeah. That, yeah, Nubia and the Amazons is six oh six. You know, I'm like a, I'm like Two Face here. I I like anthologies. Flip the coin, and I don't like anthologies. So sometimes I really like anthologies, like a like a World's Finest or Brave and the Bold, or Marvel Team Up, or Marvel Two and One, something like that. Those are fun. I like those. I don't know that I like ones with like 50 writers each doing a little part of it. I don't know if I like those kinds as much. I like the International Women's Day cover for Wonder Woman 785. I think that's a very good cover. 
Oh, okay. That's like all the Amazons. I believe so. Or the or the the Nubias and the Amazons. I haven't been reading, obviously. To quote directly from uh, Mallrats, what's a Nubian? There you go. Trial of the Amazons, Wonder Girl. What's going Joelle on? Joelle Jones. Yeah. So so she did Wonder Girl, right? Yes. Well, she did those those uh, those uh, trade style ones, that three issue oh. series. Yeah. Yara Floor and the Escasita have officially arrived in the world of him. Oh, Godspeed. So there are well. two issues of this Trial of the Amazons, Wonder Girl number one. And these are part four of the Trial of the Amazons. So while there are two issues here, they're part of a larger interlocking main thing. Dangy. Oh my! What's what's with all the Wonder Woman stuff? Is it her anniversary or something? No, International Women's Day. Actually, I have no idea. Could be all about that. Yeah, I feel like we've already done the seven fifty of her and everything. Celebrating International Women's Day with Wonder Woman. That's all. Yeah, what's on the next page? Sensational Wonder Woman special number one. Wonder okay. Woman stars in three sensational stories that will push her to the limits. Will the Amazon princess come out on top after battling the likes of Cersei, Blue Snowman, and Train of Doom? Join us in this celebration of all things Wonder Woman for International Women's Day. Cool. Uh, War for Earth. Three, number one, no, by no, Robbie no. Thompson. War for Earth, three, number one. That's what did I say? You said War for Earth, three, number one. Uh, <laughs> I was reading it and I got confused. I was, I, the hyphen was a little yeah. extra positive. So what's Earth, there. three? Oh, Earth. Home of the Crime Syndicate. There we go. All right, I'm, I'm back. Yeah, but and others, and others. I know, but I that's, that's, that's what we know the most for. Yes, exactly. Um, Robbie Thompson and Dennis Hope was doing the writing. Steve Pugh on art. Quality there. It's a $6 book. Only a two-issue series. And not um, Black Label. Uh, it, it looks good, though. Teen Titans, Flash, Suicide Squad, All Collide on Earth 3. Home of the Crime Syndicate. On the hunt for former Task Force-esque mastermind Amanda Waller. Mm, okay. And both of these are out the same month. War for Earth three number two comes out three twenty nine, and one comes out three one. So both of yeah, these are it's a five part weekly event. So what is it? What's the middle? Twelve dollars for ninety six pages of story. So it, okay, so I guess we're we're doing Suicide Squad thirteen. Crossing over with Flash 780, with Teen Titans Academy, to connect with the two War three War for Earth threes for those five issues yeah, every so week of need the to, month. So if you want to have all of the connecting covers, you've got to spend six, twelve, uh, sixteen, twenty, twenty-four dollars, and they're all virgins too, right? The Virgin Connecting? I believe Man, so. That, that would that look really good on the wall, wouldn't the it? That's really nice. Yeah, that, that looks cool. Um, I guess I'll know more. I'll read number one. 
and then that'll tell me if I need to read the rest, right? And do the yes. crossovers. Yes. All right. Uh, we, I really like to look at this next one. Okay. Rogues number one by Joshua Williamson, art by Leo Max, and the cover is Sam Wolf Conley, but this is not our final art on this trade dress cover. Ten years ago, the rogues disbanded and went their separate ways, but time hasn't been kind to their former blue-collar super-criminals. Caught in an endless cycle of prison, rehab, and dead-end jobs, broken relationships, probation, and endless restitution fees, the rogues are sick of paying for their crimes. Luckily, Captain Cold has a plan. One last job that will leave them all richer than their wildest dreams and free from their past. If they can survive, this is the rogues as you've never seen them before. Reimagined by the incredible talents of master storyteller Leo Max, which we know from Basketful of Heads, and Joshua William Tanson, we know from oh. Batman Flash and Infinite Frontier, DC Black Label presents Rogues, a neo-noir heist that will make your blood run cold. I love the look of Captain Cold on this front. He's older, yeah. he's run down, I thought that's pretty dope. Yeah, it, it looks really good. Um... I'll definitely check this one out, even though it's seven dollars. Seven dollars, forty-eight pages, four issues. But it's like it's two comics, so yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's something about putting it in the black label with prestige format that that I yeah. ignore two of those dollars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like like the next one, Catwoman, Lonely City, number three. We get the final issue of this. First two have been great. Nope, I've nope, loved nope. them this both. Three or four. What I thought it was a three issue. Why would it not be a? It's a. Was it always a four? That I cannot answer. What the? What the? What the what? What in the what? Uh, and I gotta, I gotta wait two to three months between issues. Um, and so it's taken a whole year then to get through all four. Oh my god. Um, anyway, I love the first two. E- anyway, even though there was a <laughs> we delay, greatly soiled since it's not the finale we ate. It. Let us I thought I, I was so excited. I was like, I can't wait to get the final issue. Okay, I wonder if it's always been four. No, it's driving me nuts. Um, but I, I love it. It was, it was really good. He did a really great job. So hats off to Cliff Chang, taking both the chores, um, writing and art. So it's, it's really good stuff. But thought it was a three-issue series. Hmm. Moving on. Is it another Wonder Pride w- Month? Did we not just do a Pride thing? We, we are still doing... This is the 2021 hardcover, so I don't know if we're taking... Oh, it was live from last year. Okay. And yeah, collecting everything. Okay. okay. <coughs> yeah, Death Metal death. is being collected as well. That's cool. Fear State being collected. Another Sandman. What are we doing here? Nice House on the Lake, Volume 1. That's a cool cover for Nice House on the Lake 7. I love that. It feels like it's delayed. Super Pets get a $10 graphic novel. Yeah. You see the preview for that? I did not. Trailer. Apparently, the animated series is coming, and I missed that. Yeah, looked pretty good. Ooh, I hate it when they put Mister Mixoplex on things. They do a little bit of crazy stuff. What am I looking at? Uh, I'm on. I just finished thirty-one, and I'm heading to thirty-two, going to Galaxy. 
Where do you see Mixoplick? If you read about DC Super Pets, but when Mr. Mixoplick arrives in Metropolis with a plan to wreak a little kid. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know what this galaxy thing is. And now we get all the books that DC is phoning in and will barely give a tiny square to. <laughs> books like Action Comics, 1041. A little a little comic called Action Comics. Yeah. Now we are at a healthy 52 pages this week yeah. for this month, so that's good. Dark Knights of Steel 5. Oh, I love that variant. Oh, that last one was so good. I've read the first one and loved it. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Was it 2 or 3 that I just read? It was really yeah. good. DC versus Vampires is a cool looking cover. Yeah. And that's um, that's the, the better book is. of... Uh, between between vampires and um, the task force Z, uh, which is zombies, so the vampires book is like head and shoulders over the the zombie book. I think it looks like that's Nightwing in the cover B, but since it's the size of a postage stamp, I can't tell. So I don't know if I'm ordering it. There's a little plus button up there where you can zoom yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, these these uh these pictures were made to be uh gigantic. Yeah, they're, no, they're not. Um, I think you might be right, Kyle. The bigger it gets, the more it looks like that might be Nightwing, buddy. As a vampire, he might have got turned. Yeah. I yeah. Have that cover. That's a <laughs> it's Matina too. Yeah. Harley Quinn 13 having some really cool covers. Too bad I can't really see them to tell you. I think that's Derek Chu, and I think I like it. <laughs> see, um, we were having some chatter on Twitter, too. I think it was just Joe who was talking about adding a book to uh, his DC slot because he had dropped one and he wanted to put a new DC book out. I was like rattling off some things that I like. He's like, eh, all those are like mini series and um, black label short series or whatever. It's like, what? Give me an ongoing that I can add. I'm like, well, besides Nightwing, um, I can't. <laughs> I can't yeah. give you. I can't give you an ongoing. I mean, maybe Batman, obviously. maybe Robin, but I, I'm, I'm still not completely sold on that. I, I, I don't know that that's an ongoing. I don't know if that's how long that's is that an, is that an ongoing We're ongoing? On twelve. We, it doesn't say cool that. we're at the point where we're getting four Nightwing covers. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah, Robin. Robin is a good one um, uh, if it's ongoing because it's been fun. Not to be confused with Robins. Yeah, pass on that one. One Star really Squadron is, is great. I don't know if. One Star Squadron is ongoing either. It's probably not. But Mark Russell and Steve Lieber, it's, I read the first first one. It was great. I don't think I've read the second one yet. I, dro I dropped Refrigerator Full of Heads. Sadly. Mm. 
son of Kal-El. I th I'm going to hop back on and check it out a little bit. I was waiting for dumb storyline to get through and it's it's okay it's it's not tom taylor's best there's that tax force c i'm pretty close to jumping that one i don't know if it's a if it's a mini or not but uh it's not great <laughs> i don't i don't think human target i like every time i read it um i think i've only read a couple of those so i'm behind a little bit Joker's a good one. one. Didn't even finish, and I can't remember why. I think I just something else came up. I think Joker's really good. Mm -hmm. uh, really good ongoing. I like that a lot. Is Ram Ram V still doing Swamp Thing? I've heard he's doing a good job on that, but every time I try it, I, I don't I don't get the best issue. It's an uphill battle. More collected editions. Ooh, reissuing Talon as a collected edition. Hopefully that means they're doing something with that character. Yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're reissuing some old Super Pit stuff. From what era? I don't even know. Oh, Action 261. That's a ways back. Yeah. Who's Who Omnibus, those would be fun. Yeah, so I guess Swamp Thing Green Hell is over. I didn't see that at all. It must be over by now. It must have been a three it must have been a three issue black label yeah. that they finished up already. But yeah, good stuff. Lots of stuff in there. Um a little better than last month, I think. Yeah. Kyle, did you is there anything in there that piques your interest? Yes, there were some cool things. Of course, Nightwing being a cool thing, and then uh, uh, it's not loading, so uh, that's all. <laughs> that, that is all. No, I uh, I liked. Uh, it, was, it wasn't Killing Time, but it was uh, World's Finest. Intrigued me. I was oh yeah. Do that. Yeah, I think um, I was skipping the phase, but I was gonna I was gonna dip into the alpha just to see. Yeah. I'll do the first one. We'll and dip into complain Naomi, about I'm them. Sure. Yep. You're going to follow Joelle Jones onto her book, I'm sure. No. I um right, I stopped reading her Wonder Girl and um Yeah, I don't it's just doesn't doesn't work yeah. for me. And I'm gonna do I, my, I enjoyed her on for Catwoman. Rogues. I think it was the Catwoman twenty issue arc that like burned me out. Yeah. I was like, "This story is taking forever. Please Don't stop." To do it. All right, Drew. Uh, let's. Where do we want to go next? Cover price top ten. All right, cover price not top, top twenty. Not top twenty. Are you still there? <laughs> yep, just trying to get that cough out of the way. You knew it was coming. Yep. All right, cover price top 10 for January 7th. At rank 10, we're back to Sleepwalker. Um, still up here, $420 for a CGC 9.8 with no official word yet still. So we're still gambling on this one. 
Don't get it. It's weird. Weird. Amazing Spider-Man 365. The love for twenty ninety nine is still going crazy. $440 for CGC 9.8. New Avengers 7 from 2005. With Spider-Man No Way Home back in 2021, speculation is now ramping up and focusing on the next MCU release, which is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Magnus. There are rumors that the next film will either introduce Marvel's Illuminati or hint at their introduction <coughs> or hint at their existence by introducing some key members. First appearances are in this issue, moving 33 copies and a high sale of $300 for a CGC 9.8. Ghost Rider 28 from 1992. This book has been hot for a while. However, strong rumors of Norman Reedus cast as Ghost Rider have reignited the Midnight Sun's first cameo. 200 bucks for a 9.8, 28 copies moving. Spider-Man 2099, the actual number one on his first solo series. Dollar buck for the longest time. CGC 9.8, 250 crazy. Incredible Hulk 156 from 1972 and rumors are swirling that Bill Murray will play the obscure Marvel character Krylar in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The character is from a planet called Kai in the Microverse and his first and only Marvel appearance. This is a new trend where even the most minor appearances are causing giant jumps. Moving 19 copies, a raw near mint 150 bucks. What? Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Star Wars Tales of the Jedi number one. This is a Dark Horse series from 1993. Returning to the list this week, this issue features the first appearance of Ulik Kel Droma and K. Kel Droma. However, per comicbook.com, new details have emerged that Lucasfilm could be developing another animated project in the form of Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Imagine images have surfaced online featuring the gift given to employees of Lucasfilm and its packaging features the logos of projects that the studios have been developing this year other sources ran with this and it moved 71 copies online Wow! up 182% and a high sale of $300 for a CGC 9.8 but just because it's called Tales of the Jedi doesn't mean it's going to be based on Tales of the Jedi from Dark Horse. Correct. Right? We had we had I think it was book like forty one in the uh, original Marvel uh, Marvel Star Wars series was called The Last Jedi. People bought it because it had the same name as the other, but it had nothing to do with it. But it was just a fun coincidence. But it shot up. Miracle Man number one from nineteen eighty five. Marvel's timeless number one was immediately hot last week. However, Marvel's teaser images of the Miracle Man logo with the caption "How will Miracle Man affect the future of the Marvel Universe?" Set collectors racing online to pick up the first Alan Moore issue. Many fa fans compare this to the mixed reviews of Doomsday Clock uh, series by DC. Regardless, buyers raced online to pick up a copy of Miracle Man number one. 52 copies moving. CGC 9.6 for $90. I sold all mine. I don't have any of my Miracle Man anymore. So. Oh, yeah? But I sold them for way more than that. So oh, it's actually go. way down. Yeah. <laughs> Strange Academy 14. This issue featured the first appearance of Gaslamp, a dark magician who grants wishes with consequences. This new villain has been significant traction and is our runner-up in the list this week and is already a $25 raw book. 117 copies in the secondary market. And a book we're not allowed to talk about, so let's not even talk about it. 
you can talk. About, what oh, is, okay. Don't be like this. Okay. Don't be like. Don't be petty. Timeless number one, the Umberto Ramos Miss Minutes variant. Aside from the big build-up to the return of Miracle Man, this introduction of Miss Minutes from Disney Plus Loki into the Marvel Comics universe via this cover made this the hottest book of the week with 186 copies sold and a high sale of $56 for a raw. It is pretty. It is it very was, cool. what, what is it, a 125? I don't actually know if it's ratioed at all. I'll just mess with you. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Well, there's a 1 in 50 be. that's black and white. And then I think this one may... I don't remember what the regular one was. I think it might have just been independently orderable. I doubt it. I mean, we didn't even see this cover. Yeah. Um, so we would have seen this during something. Yeah, uh, so this this had to be a late breaking. It was cover J. Mm, yeah. So it was definitely a ratio, right? I would think so. Now instead of having a bottom ten um, or second ten, we're going to have cover prices top ten books of their top tens of all for all of twenty one. So um, basically, they're scouring all their lists for the whole year. And sharing what bubbled up collectively to the top 10 over the course of, of 2021. Uh, starting at 10 was Spider-Man 2099, number one, from 1992. Uh, it appeared in the top 10 four times um, and continues to be hot because of the first um, uh, for his first book. Um, uh, we, at rank number nine, we had X-Men number four from 1992. Uh, so another 1992 book. Uh, this was Omega Red. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? What else is in here? Now Omega Red didn't appear in Falcon Winter Soldier or Wonder Vision. The collectors are still buying this book. Um, so it's uh, continues to sell. It sold a, sold almost 2,000 copies over the course of the year. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 365, which is the first Spider-Man 2099 was in the top 10 five times and sold 1,812 copies over the course of the year. At rank seven, we have Ghost Rider number 28, uh, the first appearance of the Midnight Suns. Uh, from that speculation, it, it was in the top 10 for, for five different times um, and then might return back because of Norman Reedus uh, looking at taking over as a ghostwriter, which might be cool. I could yeah. see that. I could see him doing that. Uh, rank six, we have Eternals number one from 1976. Uh, this was very anticipated film. This landed this this comic in the in the top ten six different times. Um, sold higher and higher and higher, and then it kind of dropped off. So it. It's losing a little bit of value, but it was a big one all last year. Rank number five is Spawn number one. Um, continues to sell year after year. Uh, landed in the top ten six times and sold 2,724 copies uh, on the secondary market. Uh, at least on eBay. Uh, Hawkeye number one from 2016. Um, moved like crazy, and in the top ten six times, leading up to the Hawkeye series, and um, this is the uh, this is the Kate Bishop series, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Captain America tw number 25 from 2014 comes in at rank 3. Um, and this is the Falcon as uh, the um, as Captain America. Yes, so right. this was leading into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series as well. Um, doesn't say how many it sold, but it's rank three, so it must have sold plenty. <laughs> uh, rank number two, we have Ultimate Fallout number four, first Miles Morales. Um, continues to sell like crazy. Again, no numbers on that. And uh, Nice House on the Lake number one tops the list for all of 2021. Um, it sold so well it stayed in the top 10 nine, for nine weeks in 2021 making it the number one book of the year um, in, comp, in cover prices top 10 very 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 cool absolutely alright Kyle uh, let's take a look at our the, FOC the FOC yes yeah of course we get a nice little list from our good friends Eric at Cowabunga with our FOC items FOC is our last little bite at the apple for things we may have missed on previews or want to change um, just our last chance to get books. Uh, this These ones looks like most of them coming out uh, first couple weeks of February. Um, but we still get one more chance to get these. So if we get them in this weekend. So let's start with our DC books. What is the up with the cover for Arkham City Order of the World 5? Holy moly. Derek Chu or regular? Derek Chu. Derek Chu. Yeah, that's nice. That that's is nice. a good one. Great Matina cover for Batman 120. Mm -hmm. We're getting a Jock Foil cover for Batman 120. Is that the ne is that <laughs> Mr. Negative or the ne yeah that has that no face? Yeah, and there's a there's that cover for the Dan Hip cover that you hate so much for for Batman 120. The one with the where he's uh oh it's so stupid. He's <laughs> got his day glow, uh, Slurpee, and uh. Pins on his on his jacket. Oh, you hate that so much. It's just dumb. <laughs> it'll it'll be huge. <sighs> I hope not. Look at all the Batman, Catwoman, ten. So see, okay, so this is ten. Let's be off out in three weeks or so, right? Mm -hmm. And we have eleven, and it's gonna be close, Kyle. This is done before Tom King takes on <laughs> Catwoman again. Uh, the, uh, Dark Knights of Steel, number four, uh, the Harley cover B is fun. I like that a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Her as the bard. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that she was like the court jester, isn't she? I would assume In the series. So. Yeah. Uh, we've got another Lee Bermejo detective for 1051. It's awesome. That looks really good. Monkey that puzzle Prince. box. What is it? Monkey Prince number one. Oh yes, yes, Monkey Prince. A twelve issue series. They're gonna get twelve issues out of Monkey Prince. Yeah, it might it might do well. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got a lot of covers for it. Yeah. That's got to be a Dustin Nguyen cover. Yeah. The watercolors of the Dustin Nguyen cover. 
Strange Love Adventures, Yannick Paquette. Eight Ludicrous Stories of Like Love and Loss. This is, of course, our Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. DC used to have do a bunch of, of modern romance stuff, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Golden Age-y. Um, all right, getting out of our DC, we have Scout Comics with Playthings, number one, part of their Black Caravan imprint. And that is creepy looking. I'm adjusting my spreadsheet. See what Marvel has mm. to offer. We've got Spider-Man 88.bay, which is dot beyond. Devil's Reign 4. There's we uh, get a chance to get that Edge of Spider-Verse silk that we don't we didn't get. Or is it Spider-Gwen? Edge of Spider-Verse 2 is Spider-Gwen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's facsimile that you want to pop on for sure. Yep. It's weird. We're getting the facsimile covers of comics that came out with the ability to just grab them. What do you mean? Like the original facsimiles were old grails that there was no way we could afford. Yeah, yeah. Well, you. That's, I think this is 200 bucks plus, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, we were there. I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. We, we had the ability to get these. Well, we're going to get Maestro World War M. That should be fun. And we're getting a second printing for Moon Knight 6. I'm going to have to buy that, Kyle. And then a knock Gwen variant for Moon Knight 8. Uh, I'm going to have to buy three freaking Moon Knights. Yeah, Moon Knight 6 uh, second prints are a really cool cover. It is? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see. It doesn't want to load. PRH, what's wrong with you? Yeah, that's nice. i got to get that. Dang it. Timeless getting the second printing. Multiple times. Yeah, I'm seeing if we've got the what's-her-face second printing. That's... Yeah, we're not going to do it. Doing a second print, one in 50, and a second print, one in 25. That's nuts. Yeah. None of them being Miss Minutes. Oh, Miss Minutes is on the 1 in 50. So they'll let you go super deep if you want it for 110 bucks or whatever. Mm. All right. I don't know what all the seven seeds. Oh, these are all trades. Mm -hmm. Penguin Random House stuff. Dark Horse with only 
one floppy comic, Manor, Black Fire in the Blood. From the creators of Harrow County and The Sixth Gun comes the next chapter of this gothic horror fantasy about a family of sorcerers in crisis. So Look at that new masters. Cullen Munn and Ryan Hurt. Oh, okay. Got that new masters. That's that. Uh, those African brothers, creators, Shubo and Shoff or whatever. Oh yeah. From Image. We have the fifth printing of Ra of Last Ronin number one. Ah, oh, cool. And we have a fourth printing of Last Ronin number two. I like that fourth printing of Last Ronin number two. That's awesome. Primos from AWA is Al Madrigal and Carlo Barberi and Brian Reber mm -hmm. on art. Uh, looks pretty good. Most AWA ends up being pretty You're good. Over talking about Walking Dead Deluxe. Um, no, I mean I still read it every single issue. Yeah. I love it. I mean, but what more can I say? <laughs> We're, I mean, it's still governor stuff. We're still <laughs> doing Woodbury prison stuff, so it, it drags on for a while. Yeah. I mean, not, probably nothing really of note until we get Eugene and um, those the three. Out, yeah. Yeah. I think, is that the next? That's the, probably the next big one, right? Maybe I would guess. Of, yeah. Or maybe Death of Governor is it will be the next big one. I don't know. Heavy metal drummer number one. Yeah, I was expecting more. Sorely. Gruesome interdimensional conflict between order and chaos. From mm. Aftershocks Comics, Land of the Living Gods number one. It's very cool. What's that about? Or is that the one that you were telling me? No, that's not the one that you were telling me about. Isaac uh, Mogane and Sat Santos. Mm. A fairy tale of the times in which we find ourselves brought to life by South African writer and producer Isaac uh, Mogijawe and Brazilian artist Santos from Night Shift. Looks pretty cool. There's there's a last song getting collected by Black Mask when back when they finally finished the damn thing. Um, when I finally got to finish, I, I think it took two years for like three or four issues to come out, and now it's collected as a trade. What a nightmare! And then what about Speed Republic? Yeah, I don't remember that. One. I don't remember that one. Uh, in the future, Ryan Europe has. Yeah. yeah. Emmanuel Perescandola. In the future, Europe has united under one man, the autocrat. He rules the apocalyptic landscape, Kyle. Hey. 
from corporate monopolies with a vision of unity that is gospel to some but hollow to others. A little Lazarus stuff in there. Cool. For fans of Cannonball Run and Hunger Games. <laughs> okay. It's quite the combo. Uh, that's it. Uh, so I know I've got to decide my Moon Knight orders. I know I'm going to get um, a facsimile for Edge of Spider-Verse 2. And probably going to get that Maestro War War World War M number one mm -hmm. that looks really good. Um, anything else calling to you from this list, Kyle? Because it's all Marvel for me this Not week. A lot, but I do need what is your pick from it? What is your FOC uh -huh. pick? I'll probably go with, with the facsimile. Okay, I'm going with Scout Comics Playthings number one. Scout Playthings. I'll go edge. You know, have to hold this until the new Into the Spider Verse comes out when Spider Gwen blows up again. Yeah, once you go cray. Pop quiz, Drew. Who is the voice of Spider Gwen in Edge of the Spider Verse? Oh, I knew that, and I've forgotten. Who is it? Haley Seinfeld. Oh, yep, you told me that. <laughs> All right, from FOC, we head on over to our good friends at CBSI, comicbookinvest.com, because they have a top ten list that we got to see. So this is the stuff that is just blowing up right here at the moment. They just put this list out today, and we're going to go through it. Drew, let's start at number one with Darth Vader, number one from 2015. This, folks, is why people have been buying up Star Wars first appearances. As soon as Black Kersanthan hit the screen, eBay was cleared out. The A cover tripled in price to almost $45. There are too many variants to list, but in my opinion, the Alex Ross is dope. I agree. At rank two, we have Darth Vader number three. Well, if Black Kersanthan is now live, Aphra could be close behind. 9.8s are back up to $500 after dropping to three to three fifty. Uh, for most of this last year. Yeah, we should have been buying them at that price point. Now, um, so it's Aphra's in three? Darth Vader's Is she on the cover yes. of three? Both. But she's her first appearance is also three. Correct. And then the murder droids are also three? Yep, and they're also on the cover. But they're not earlier than that. Correct. Well, that's cool. At rank three, we have Spider-Verse number six by Jed McKay. This is now a $125 or more raw book. Double what it was a week ago. Not sure there's been anything that really happened to cause this other than the assumptions these first appearances might be a thing down the road. This is a super high-risk, high-investment. At rank four, Crazy. we have Thor 20 that just came out. Uh, all the covers being lumped together obviously a and b's going for 20 to 25 the one in 25 is five times the ratio god of hammers eh i personally have an affinity for other tools maybe the saws hall a nice drill so who knows if we're going to buy into this one did you see the spoiler on that yes okay. yes i saw it yeah so hammer is a person yeah i don't know i didn't see like who it was but 
what he looked like, but I'll send you. I knew that it was a thing. I I got the comics. I'm gonna read it. I'm I'm to me it was just like meh, but oh well. At rank 5, Vampirella 113. Several graded copies have sold this week, including all-time highs for 9.6 at 2 grand and a 9.0 at 550. Uh, this is not the easiest of books to find and definitely not easy to find in high grade. Okay, I don't understand. What's the what's so special about 113? Low, low print run? I don't know the answer to that. Weird. The Order, number 8. A Marvel book. This jump is because one of those rumors from the Garbage Pail website says that Ezekiel Stain will be in Ironheart. Take that for what it's worth. If you find it for $5, great, because currently it's selling for $30. At at rank 7, we have Ultimate Fallout 4. 9.8 to move back up to $33 to $3,500 after having fallen to $2,800. Just a couple weeks ago, and as low as not quite 2200 um, back in the summer. Honest question. Even with the number of copies out there, uh, there are about 3,000 CGC 9.8s and 150 CBCS 9.8s. Can this be a $5,000 book? Can this be a $7,500 book? Sure. At rank 8, we have Timeless number 1, the Umberto Ramos variant, 45 to $50, up from 30 last week. I think this is probably capped at this point, still a cool cover, and cool to see them being in, bringing in new characters from the shows into the comics. Department of Truth, number 14, the David Sanchez Tupac variant, limited to 500 was 100 bucks. now it's over 150 Great cover for sure. I do just wonder where the cutoff will be for these series that put out ten or more covers every darn issue. When will we just stop carrying and buying them? Wow, I'm impressed by number ten. Morbius the Living Vampire number one. The Scotty Young variant. $85. Huh. Did anyone think that some of these SY or Scotty Young baby variants would ever be worth anything? Add this one to the really expensive list. He was hot at first, right? And then they cooled off. Yeah. And so I've this still one, got a whole bunch that I lo- I had to I had to have. Yeah. Uh, oh, honorable mention: Star Wars number thirteen from twenty fifteen, the Clay Man variant, which is the first cover of Black Chrysanthemum. I know that some people hate the first cover has got to be a key thing, but at this point, it's safe to say that it's kind of how things are going. Fifteen dollars and more already. And the other honorable mention, Crypt of Terror, number 17, sales this week of a 5.0 for $8,400. Smashed all other sales ever for this book, other than a 9.6 gains copy that sold for 8900 in 2015. Such a simple yet very well done Johnny Craig cover. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not spending that. No. Better, better them than me. All right, Drew, it is time to look at our sneak peek at next week. We've dabbled in the past. We've caught up for lost time for the weeks that we skipped. Now it's time to tell people about the future, what they need to go into their local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday to pick up. Um, We are unable to, again, use Previews World because they are hot garbage in a big, small tub. Yeah, so let's start in Lunar and look at some of the DC stuff. 
Um, the Batgirls number two. Uh, I really enjoyed that first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's finding its way, and I think I think it's got potential to be really good. I hope so. I like the art style; it's different. You liked the Batman Urban Legends eleven, the Batmite on cover B, which is kind of cool. Cover B. Oh, nice. That is cool. Man. Yeah, I was a big fan. Of, I'm I'm a big fan of Lieber Mayo. I like a lot of his stuff. There's that Detective Comics 1048. Hey, we may have picked that as a FOC pick yeah. a while ago. Is that possible? Yeah. I'm not sure if we did or not. Looks familiar. <laughs> We definitely looked at him for a while. Hyper thick from the scout. Man, I'm just not into any of these. I don't know what it is today. Oh, I don't know how you can't be. It's so good. The Joker covers are fantastic. The Frank Francesco Matina. I am Batman Five. Look at that. How do you not? How are you not digging that? Seen it all too much, I guess. I think so. I think I'm just overloaded with it. Justice League versus the Legion. Yeah, that's an, that's an interesting commercial. Jamming a lot of characters on there. Robin and Batman. It's so confusing. All these storylines. My God. So many Robins. So many Robins. Not to be confused with Robin or Robins or yeah. no, Robin and Batman. That's just good. That just further reinforces what a dumb move it was for that for them to slot that. But it won our winning. Twitter poll. It just doesn't. So it's such a dumb move. All right, let's slide over to where are we going? We're Fresh, going to Fresh Comics. Comics. Yes. Um, so dynamite or dynamite? Diamond is down. What a surprise. Um, they don't pay their server bills or something. And so we're going to find, try to find what's coming out on the 12th, uh, at Fresh Comics. Looking at Dark Ages number four, it looks pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And there's a Devil's Reign spinoff, Superior Four number one, it looks good. These She-Hulk covers are good. Yeah, yeah. I thought the art germ was the, pretty good. Yeah, the Adam Hughes is, of course, will the, the cream will rise to the top. That'll be the one. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that's his best work. Doesn't but matter. the people are nuts. Still says Adam him. Hughes at the bottom. Yes, that's true. Star Wars High Republic Eye of the Storm number one. Um, it's a good cover. When which we reveal the true origins of Marchio Rowe, the Eye of the Nile, and sworn enemy of the Jedi Order, in which the lie at the heart of his family is exposed, in which of do in which the doom of the High Republic begins with a single kill. This thing book has been fun. Uh, issue three's out. It's a good cover. I like that boxing cover. Wastelanders Black Widow. I've been reading these. Um, like about 
two out of every three so far. Yeah. That's my that's my record. Um, two out of three times um, it works. Two out of three time. ain't bad. Yeah. Like the evil Ernie homage to Nirvana. Never mind. Yeah. Been done a lot, but still good. I am creeped out by Pantha number one, the Saracena Virgin cover. It's a little too anthropomorphic. Yeah. Uh, Ray number one from Image is. Let's see if I can get there without blowing this thing up. Uh, Chris Royale and Ashley Woods. Zizigy Publishing Imprint. Say that again? Zizigy? S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. Zizigy, I'm guessing. It's a five-issue presentation of a novella by Joe Hill. So, could be good. Yeah. Spawn Scorched, number one, having all kinds of cool covers. Let's get hot, you think? The Capullo involves everybody there. Um, it has the chance to, but what it is it's like five bucks. Yeah. Five ninety nine. Oh. See that kills it. I think it would have a chance if it weren't for the price tag. That doesn't make any sense. Like why does he sell spawn at two ninety nine and then his spin offs are oh, he's crazy. not writing these. Sean Lewis is writing this. Oh, I gotcha. Stillwater on 12. That Texas Blood second trade is out. Good Agent on 8. Undiscovered Country on 18. I dropped off of that book. And then on the third issue of What's the Furthest Place from Here, which has been really good. The first two issues have been great. We got a boss cover and a boo cover. Quad number one. Uh, we like that back at the yeah, FOC it's round. It's based off of a Terra, and I mean, Quad is an existing property. So you would have had right. to have read a few other things, I believe, to really understand it. If I'm wrong on that, let me know. Critical Role, Tales of Exandria, The Bright Queen, number three. I have, I will be reading this for no other reason than I want to know the story. Action Lab, putting out Action Lab stuff. <laughs> Second Sight, with Rockabilly Monsters, number one. And Menagerie Declassified. These Damn Kids, number two from Second Side, is a cool-looking cover. Yeah, I'm curious about it, the Second Side. I might have to take another look at their FOC offerings. Yeah. Seven Seas is all anime, right? Yep, yep. Or manga, manga. Star Wars High Republic issue 12, I'm sorry, High Republic Adventures issue 12 which we talked about is wrapping up its IDW run here very soon. 
and then being forked over to who was it again? Dark Horse. Oh, back to Dark Horse. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Viz is also manga. Boom is irrelevant. Scout offering distorted, number one. Kinjira, number one. And Tales Told in Techni Horror. What'd you call and it? Horror. Uh, uh, distorted looks pretty good. Looks more like my speed. What's mm -hmm. it about? It's uh, Salvatore Vivenzio and Gabriella Valzoni. Somewhere in the world, there's the someone. <laughs> See, I saw that Sopranos prequel. Uh, someone feels different, special curse. Who's losing their mind right now? You're not alone. Take James. He would like to run away from his parents and from a life that doesn't belong to him. On the other hand, Tom is forced to face his past and hunt down his own kind. These, they are three people whose superpowers are like more like a burden. In this world, there are no superheroes. Kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, we Ride Titans from uh, yeah, Vault Kai, Comics. Kaiju book. Another Kaiju book? Yep. Billy the Kit number four coming out on time from Blue Juice. They, they, they did not lie to us. Nope. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm torn. Was thinking about that Harley cover from Detective, but I think I may have picked that as an FOC. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. So I think I'll go with Distorted from Scout. I can't remember. What, I had one in my head, and I do not remember what it was. For the life of me. So Scout got two picks. Yeah. yeah. Good on him. Oh, it was that Star Wars book from, from Marvel. Duh. What was it called? Star Wars. the Storm or something Storm or... It was the number one. Yeah, it was the number one. But during a flashback, we may get some tie-in stuff. Star Wars, High Republic, Eye of the Storm, number one. So is it an IDW book? Nope, that is the Marvel one. Okay. It's hard to keep track, man. Oh, trust me, I know. All right, we, it's very good to be back. We missed y'all during our two-week uh, hiatus, our two-week sabbatical, if you will. But we are back at it. We gave you couple of nice little hours there hopefully that you enjoyed it's uh been fun to catch up with everything and we hope you made it this far into the cast to the end with us uh yeah, 2022 is going to be an awesome year uh post 700 episodes is going to be an awesome time so we thank you much 700 drew congratulations buddy uh, yeah it's been a while. that's amazing uh, so for drew and for myself see you <laughs>